Hello, and welcome to 8 Minutes to Ageless, the podcast committed to teaching you the minimalistic approach to becoming bold and not old. On this 20-minute weekly podcast, you will learn how to care for your body and mind while spending the bare minimum amount of time to be successful. I know that life is full, so full that we tend to put our own needs on the back burner, and in some cases are simply too confused to figure out what to do, so we do nothing. This podcast is designed to help you leave regrets behind and start caring for yourself, no matter your age, so you can grow older and like it, and I might say even love it. My name is Dr. Kelly Pearson, and I am the host of this podcast. I'm a practicing chiropractic physician and author of Eight Minutes to Ageless. Over the past 40 years, my patients have taught me so much about what not to do that I finally just had to get this book written and podcast started. But before we begin, I want to thank all of you who have read my book and keep sending me inspiring comments that you're getting your life back. That makes all the difference and makes me smile. Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be today listening to this fabulous podcast. I'm really excited. Uh, I've been doing some interviews lately from some pretty extraordinary people. And just the other day, I ran into this gentleman who you're going to hear from. He happens to be married to one of my fabulous staff people, and I hadn't seen him for a while. And I went, wow, he looks like he's just dropped 15 years of age or something. And then I realized it was it was the weight. And I um, was astonished to find out just how much and, and a little bit about how he did it. But as you know, in this podcast, what I'm focused on is trying to make life simple for people. When you go to make a big change, and then you begin making the change, uh, when, it, when it really starts to work, it's, it's because typically you've made it simple enough to work. And so we're gonna talk to um, Jay Irving today. He's a 48 year old gentleman and um, we'll just have him tell your story instead of me, me blabbing all the good stuff. I'll let, him, I'll let him share the good stuff. So Jay, if you would, first of all, thank you for being here. I really appreciate your time today. You bet. And I, I wondered if you could just kind of describe how you were as a kid and then as a teenager and a young adult and, and then in your 30s and such, you know, what, what kind of things, uh, what, what was your body going through? Uh, what kind of sports did you do? Those kinds of things. Um, when I first started out, I was, when I was young, I played a lot of baseball and um Obviously, as a kid, you ride bikes all over. I come from a small town, so if you wanted to go somewhere, you jumped on a bike and went. But um, you know, when I got the age, I started playing baseball, and then from there, got old enough to transition to playing football. And uh, um, all the way through high school, I played football, and then I got into um, through high school as well. I got into track, and I threw the shot put the discus, and so. In order to, you know, throw the heavier implements and as a lineman, when I played football, I, my freshman year, I probably weighed about 185 pounds going into the football season. And when I graduated from high school, I was about 265 pounds, give or take. And uh, I worked out all the time. So there was a lot of muscle, but there was also, I was just big. And then college. I continued on with track, so I stayed pretty big and uh, just continued to do that until 
I was done with college and then yeah, pretty much just that lazy at that point, I guess, just focused on work and doing my thing. And, uh, um, I'd go through bouts where I decided to lose a little bit of weight or something, but it would only last, you know, a few months. And then I just put it right back on again. And, you know, I was, because the college years, I spent a lot of time in bars and hanging out with buddies and drinking and partying and stuff like that. So getting in shape and staying in shape wasn't really on my mind at that point. <laughs> <laughs> you are, you're describing the uh, typical young American. Um, Pretty much. <laughs> uh, but it's interesting because I worked for, with the Gonzaga students of all ilk for 20 years. And then I've had the pleasure of seeing them in my practice, you know, as they've graduated and become young adults and got married and had kids and their, their bodies are not what they were in college, largely because it just, you don't have that much time to work out and, and stay in the gym and, and that type of thing. It takes a lot to stay that fit. And then it's almost like, well, I'm almost tired of, of doing all that work. I'm just going to have a good time for a while, right? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. I didn't really, it wasn't on my mind. I just focused on everything else and didn't really think about my own personal fitness. I just, I just went and did. You know, I mean, I stayed in good enough shape where I could go out and hunt and, you know, stay active enough to be able to do things, but I really didn't pay much attention to anything else i will say that's i think one of the wonderments of being male women tend to be much more body focused and and concerned about that where i think men have less anxiety around that and they notice their body might be changing but yeah that's all right you know it's life and life's happening to me right and and uh so what was that? What did you finally get up to before you decided to lose weight? What was that your highest? My highest, right about, I'd say five, four or five years ago, I was just, I broke the 300 pound mark by like a couple pounds, like 301, 302, somewhere in that area. Yeah. And then my job kept me pretty steady. So I would fluctuate between like 285, 300 in that range and just, Again, never really focused on worrying about it. Just like I said, I thought I was I who I was who I was, and that was it. And then my son, who's you know in high school, out of high school and stuff, and he put on some pretty good weight, and he just decided just out of the blue just to lose it, and he went from about two hundred thirty-five pounds down to about one hundred and fifty. And I'm like, well, geez, that'll never happen to me. That's just nothing I can ever do about that. It just is what it is. And he's like, you can do it. You just got to do it. Wow. I was like, I suppose. And so, you know, I was like, well, I'll give it a whirl and see what happens. And so your, your son was your inspiration. That's pretty extraordinary. Yeah, he was. I mean, yeah, he, I would say he was definitely my inspiration because he's the one who told me I could do it. And I just was like, there's no way I go. I'm just a, an old guy. And I just, I'm just, I am who I am. I just. I, I'm old and he goes you're not old you're only 48 <laughs> just get out and do it you're going to feel so much better if you do it were you um were you Jay at that time were you having any body pain any back or knee or hip or shoulder pain yeah my back hurt all the time I have I already have a bad knee and it just there'd be days I would just hobble because it hurt all the time and 
I have had other issues like my gout was always flaring up. My back was going out a couple times a month. Wow. And just as was like, ah. Uh. And I was also on a I'm also on a sleep apnea machine. And uh, you know, that was all I could, you know, I they had to have it on the full highest setting just so I could make it through a night, you know. And you were also dealing, you were on some medication that was for your blood pressure, correct? Yeah, three different medications for my high blood pressure, yeah, which was just very, very high, high cholesterol, high triglycerides. Yeah. And so you were at your highest when you started this, let's say 290 plus some change or something. And then your son said, dad, you can do it. And you began the process. We'll talk about the process, but where are you at right now, Jay? Um, I weighed myself this afternoon. I was just at uh, 200.6, something like that. Wow. Just, so. just about 20 pounds, um, more than your freshman year in high school. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. This is almost the smallest I've been since high school. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's really amazing. So since, since then, um, you did mention just briefly to me about your medication change. You had actually what I, that, that was the conversation I was, I was listening to when I walked into the staff room the other the other day. That your your doctor had made some prescription changes. You want to talk about that? Um, yeah, I just I've been noticing for the last couple of weeks that I, I would just feel real lightheaded, real dizzy. Like I said, walking, you know, you step off a boat after being on a boat all afternoon, and you're just like all unbalanced and just not feeling quite right upstairs and stuff, and. Uh, I had a doctor's appointment coming up so i mentioned it to my doctor and well she's like well what has changed i was like well i've lost all this weight and she goes okay and she goes so you've gone from she goes where you prescribed that medicine when you were at your highest weight and i was like yeah that's when he put me on all that blood pressure medicine and she kind of going over my charts and she goes well we're going to take you off of one for sure and i was like okay and she goes just stop taking it and i was like okay and then uh toward the end of this um or of my appointment she's like you know just get off of this one as well just be done with them both she goes just do something real drastic and see what happens and mm. i feel i've i haven't noticed any negative differences so that's fabulous yeah. you know what people don't realize is that adipose tissue or fat tissue has more vascularity per ounce than even a muscle so it takes a tremendous amount of the heart pumping a lot of blood through all those extra vessels and capillaries to feed the fat. And when you lose that fat, it's like your heart says, whoa, I used to, you know, I, I used to, maybe you were a mailman. I used to have to service 20 square miles and now I only have to service two square miles so I can go slower. I can be more relaxed. I can take a lunch break. And that's exactly what your heart's doing. It says, oh, this is, this is easier. <laughs> and right. um, so that, that's really extraordinary. And I love hearing those stories. People have no idea that for the majority of the time, not in all cases, of course, but in the majority of time, people can simply eat themselves out of a lot of the medications that were prescribed. So kudos to you, my friend. Um, so can you kind of describe the guidelines your son gave you as he said dad you can do it what were the things that came forward as the critical steps um he just pretty much talked me into like reducing my diet and just staying as active as i can be and then i just kind of went from there on my own i just 
I just stopped eating all sorts of different things. I mean, instead of a, a candy bar for an after dinner snack, I had an apple. Wow. I started that a long time ago. I just, you know, just, and then it just kind of progressed from there. And then, you know, I, I started buying cliff bars and I'd have a cliff bar for lunch instead of, you know, packing a big lunch from home and stuff. I just took a cliff bar for, you know, my quick lunch. And then I'd get home and just eat like a half a cup of cottage cheese and some um, lunch meat and a little, a quarter cup of uh, mixed nuts. And yeah. So you were really just, I reduced my calorie intake, but I kept, you know, made sure it was high carb stuff, but reduced my calorie intake where I'm not, feel like I'm going to starve myself, but, you know, I figured that was a way to start was to start, you know, reducing what I ate. And that was a, a stepping stone. Wow. And did you start exercising too? I did. I started exercising. I started doing um, just simple things like doing planks and uh, push-ups, you know, leg lifts, you know, light, light lifting and stuff like that. Just what, what whatever I had around the apartment and, Awesome. And I think a lot of people think that, oh, in order to lose weight, you've got to get on the treadmill, put on your tennis shoes, run, ride your bike, that the aerobic component is really the, the, the primary piece for weight loss. But what we now know is, yes, that's important for your heart. But if you do not do resisted training, like what you're describing, where you're you're efforting against your muscles and your muscles are having to resist against a, for, a force, um, uh, that it's exposed to like a push-up or, or a lunge or something like that. That's yeah. really the key to metabolic revving up. So you did, you did that maybe, um, maybe you did, didn't do that on purpose, but, or maybe you already knew that, but that's brilliant to add that resistant piece to your reduction in calories. So Jay, what was the hardest part about it? Or maybe, maybe let's start with this. What was the easiest part about it um and when did you actually start to feel different in terms of when you began the process um the easiest thing was just cutting back on the you know like on the junk food i didn't really have an issue with that part of it That's um awesome. i started noticing a difference probably right i'd say like the end of august first part of last september getting ready for hunting season and stuff and i'm noticing that all my pants and stuff are just getting really big on me and i kept on cinching up my belt and drilling holes in my belt to cinch it up tighter and tighter <laughs> how I long thought, how many weeks or months was it that you had to put your first hole in your belt uh i'd probably say i put my first hole in the belt probably last probably last august so Maybe when you when did, you, when did you start uh, the effort? What month was that? Well, I would say probably say May or June. Okay. I'd say probably June, June or July, actually somewhere in that area. Yeah. So really that, that started to happen quickly. And yeah. uh, I, you know, I didn't know what your answer was going to be, but I'm thrilled about it because it won't happen in a week, which is what most people give. And then they say, heck, this isn't working but it will happen in a month, month or month and a half, you'll start to really like, whoa, my goodness, this is kicking in. So you didn't give up. You had a little, you had a little person there saying, dad, you can do it. You started to feel a little bit easier. And so fast forward today, Jay, around your back, your knees and your gout, 
Um, how are those feeling? I'm good. My back hasn't hurt me in forever. Yeah. Uh, I've been out, I, I jog and I run a little bit more. So sometimes my knees get a little bit sore and stuff, but again, like me, I've had surgeries on my knees. So and just starting out, it's going to be a little bit sore every now and then, but uh, my gout's been great. Um, awesome. And my sleep apnea, I went from being on the highest setting that they could offer down to the absolute lowest setting. So, wow. That's fabulous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're, you're a real success story, Jay. And I'm, I'm really inspired. And the fact that it seems like you kind of lost about two pounds a week when I've been doing the math backwards, not anything too extraordinary, but that's sustainable. And maybe you, it wasn't all at once like that, but when we do the math, that's kind of what it turns out to be. And the data shows when people lose weight at that frequency, that they actually keep the weight off, right? Because if you lose it too fast, first of all, that's not fat you're losing. It's, it's yeah, water. You're losing and, uh, you know, and you, you just start to feel starved and mad and angry and all of that. So I'm, um, I'm just uh, thrilled to, for, first of all, I'm thrilled because you're younger and you're going to live longer and you happen to be older than Jacqueline, who's a fabulous staff person. And I want her to be happy for the rest of her life. <laughs> Well, it was a big part of it. I figured yeah. I might as well stay healthy. And I do feel a lot better. I, mean, I feel younger and I feel I have I have energy where there's lots of times um, I would just rather just sit in front of the TV and relax. And now I have this desire to restlessness and I just want to be up doing something as much as I can. Awesome. I, I understand you guys are moving into a house next month. So You'll, yes. be, you'll be afforded that opportunity to do lots of uh, more, more things than um, living in the apartment. So you'll be um, dealing with home and you probably will fall asleep really, really tired at the end of the day on the weekends because you'll be doing all this yard work and things like that. Yeah, I'm sure she'll keep me busy with that stuff. <laughs> Indeed. Well, I'm, I'm really impressed, Jay. And, and to me, the take-home message is um, have someone that you're partnering with that you respect, who, who has your back, who gives you a little bit of confidence and then don't quit too soon. Right. Right. Yeah. Any other last final, um, comments that I might've missed that you, you would want somebody who is laying on the couch, eating chocolate covered M&Ms thinking they couldn't do it. Is there anything that you could think of to speak to them about? You can do it at any age. Yeah, there you go. Pretty much. I mean, that's, I mean, my son's only 23, so he's young and can do it. And my whole thing with him was like, I'm 48 years old. There's no way I'm going to lose weight like that. I'm not as young as you are. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. Obviously, if you put your mind to it and just stay the course, you can do it. So nice. Uh, very nice comment there. I, I, I do think people use age as an excuse for all kinds of things that they don't make proper change for, right? I did all the time. I always told Cody, I'm just old. I'm too old to be doing this, too old to be doing that. <laughs> yeah, enough yeah. of that talking, right? We're, yeah, only, we're only as old as we are stiff, right? right? And if you can't move your body and you're stiff, that does make you feel old, but it doesn't yes. have anything to do with chronological age. I'm reminding people of that on a routine basis. So, hey, hey, Jay, I can't thank you enough. Um, the audience doesn't know you're taking some of your weekend to do this with me, and I appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. And I know that this will land for 
for folks. And um, if if you you know if you ever want to give me some more insight, I'm happy to put it on the podcast um, because you're going through a lot of change still, and a lot of wonderful things are are blossoming and happening for you. So maybe we'll have you back in a year and see what your life looks like then. Sure. All right. Well, again, thank you so much and have a really fabulous week weekend and tell Jacqueline, thank you. I will. Thank you very much. Okay. Thanks, Jay. Right. You bet. In keeping with my minimalistic approach to life, I keep this podcast short and only add the most critical points, not adding fluff. So for today, we are done, but I hope you will do a few minutes of the good stuff we talked about. If you have not picked up the book, you can get it on Amazon. The website 8minutestoageless.org. We'll have the show notes and any videos that I mentioned on this podcast. I thank you for spending your precious 20 minutes with me. And as always, you can reach out and contact me via the website. Remember, one day at a time, you are getting bolder and not older. I look forward to seeing you next week.